Well, hello again, this is Shane and this is Heartlines and this is episode 41. Now, before we start this episode, I want to talk a bit. Well, I want to wish you happy Easter. I hope you enjoyed your Easter and it was very relaxing, whatever you've done. Now, for episode 40, I gave away a little prize. So I just want to announce the winner of the prize. I gave away a little whiskey, a little set, a little gift to appreciate my listeners of the show and just uh, whoever commented on this, the previous episode, episode 40. So the winner of the little whiskey set was Brian Warren. Congratulations, Brian. Now on this episode, episode 41, I spoke to Ashling Aylward. She is a graphic designer and branding specialist for small businesses. We talked about her journey from how she got into graphic design. She gave some tips on branding. We talked about where she's from, Kilkenny. Like, Kilkenny is known for hurling. So we got into a bit, a bit of that. I won't talk too much more about this episode. I'll, I'll let you go on ahead and listen. Want to follow me on social media? I'm on Instagram at Heartlines Podcast, Heartlines Podcast, and also Heartlines on Twitter. Also, you can follow me on Spotify if you're on Spotify, listen to your podcast or Podbean. Now, without further ado, guys, I'll let you go on ahead and listen and enjoy the episode. And I'll talk to you later. See you. All right, guys, you're very welcome on to episode 41. This is Shane, and this is Heartlines. Now, I have another very special guest on the line. This person is a freelance designer, a brand design specialist, helping businesses build their brand identities, which we all need. Her name is Ashling Aylward. How are you doing, Ashling? I'm good. How are you, Shane? Good, yeah, yeah. Tell the listeners about what you do in your own words, please. Yeah, well, this is always a hard one, isn't it? Having Go. to talk for yourself. Um, uh, so, like, my core message is, like, my mission statement, which you see on my website page, the, okay. the landing page. Okay, if go. you have a story to tell, I'm yeah. here to listen. I value your brand as much as my own. Let's bring it to life together. So pretty much I want to work with small SMEs or sole traders, you know, just kind of small companies like myself and build a sustainable brand for the future. And and I do that through conscious marketing. I focus on the consumer's needs, desires. You know, you make promises only what you can fulfill. Um, it can help make a real difference in their lives and to the brand for the future. So. Whatever way I do that, do you want me to go through that or we get detail? If you want, yeah, if you want to, if, if you want to go into detail about what you like yeah. do, like currently, like, you know, I know right. you have a lot of experience and that's kind of what's yeah. brought you to where you are now. Honestly, it's probably been mostly corporate design and marketing agencies. So, okay. it's, it, yeah, it's very intense. Um, and so it's led me to here to start my own business, which yeah. I love to have the freedom and flexibility to help kind of smaller companies. Yeah. So like, uh, I suppose what's missing sometimes in corporate is the empathy and emotional intelligence. I use that now, particularly because I'm very like pers- person friendly mm. and I have to their brand image awareness of a company through the strategic plan. But it's in a, it's, my focus would be an ethos, you know, very ethical, unique, natural way, as opposed to contrived sometimes. I, I pride myself on. Yeah. Okay. That's my. Again, I want to get to know a bit more, but so I want to go back in time a bit. So as you were growing up, were you always create creativity, artistically? Were you always like kind of artsy kind of person? Like I was artsy in the health that I grew up in the country, which okay. definitely helps your creativity. I was quite shy and timid. I had friends, but when I was at home, I always spent a lot of time on my own yeah. and in my own imagination, like playing in nature, going yeah. out with the wet the water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nowhere's graces about me yeah. you know so I think that is a natural progression to creativity um, and that's what I would have built upon like watching Don Conroy you mm-hmm. know making fire stones jewellery you know this this kind of thing so <laughs> I had yeah. very limited funding growing up like in 80s 90s so whatever you had to do a pencil and paper 
Yeah, Don Cron- Don Cronenberg was, was essentially our Bob Ross. You know, like he's like our, oh our I, I, he's our icon. Well, uh, but the, well, Bob Ross used to do Bob Ross used to do lots of like uh, landscapes and kind of you know like you know rivers and mountains and stuff. Where yeah. Don was more an yeah. animal kind of guy, owls and all yeah. sorts of stuff. Owls, okay. <laughs> exactly, owls. Yeah. Owls. <laughs> uh like in school did you do art or tech technical drawing or, or were you more uh, yeah no when i was in school we could only do art because i was a girl oh. so there was no chance to do mechanical drawing it was okay. quite but anyway i was going to go through art anyway so yeah and i did and that was brilliant um but i never really felt like i i was good enough yeah you know? always needed to do better just didn't have the confidence yeah uh, but loved, always interested in advertising, promotion materials, always picking up leaflets, you know, postcards, examples like that. So school. So where's home for you? Because I, 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 we didn't we didn't ask that question. Where's home for you? Well, home is like I'm originally from South Kilkenny. So now back living in Kilkenny town. OK. Um, yeah. W- w- so that's where- home now locationally where is that because i've been to kilkenny city okay. on nights out and stuff like that and around the area at bally ragged years ago oh no. no oh no it's perfect location right beside nolan park the hurling pitch oh yeah well that's, that's what i was gonna say <laughs> do, you play... you plan this? <laughs> do you play camogie or ah, of course i did you yeah. did you i did, did yeah. yeah i would have done athletics and camogie yeah, the whole way through so What's it like in Kilkenny? Because like from the outside looking in, you know, Dublin has a hurling team, but yeah, Kilkenny has such like uh, a heritage of hurling, you know, like it's all, it's in that DNA. Like when, when you when you grow up, is hurling the, the thing you do? You, you Or Camogie, you Absolutely. play hurling and Camogie, yeah, it's part of your Bally- curriculum. Yeah. Yeah. From Ballyhale Parish. So that's like, we're made first. Yeah. <laughs> so there's nothing else. And I'm actually lost without going to the matches now. Yeah. Lost. Yeah. Definitely, really yeah. missing it. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's hurling skills per se, but it's part of the the life, you know. Hurling is is the life, you know, in Kilkenny. Yeah, you have to kind of you almost well. I had to do it. I I had to do it, and I wanted to do it. I mean, you okay. did. We were hurling at five, you know. So yeah, just starting off, but you do that. Yeah, it's a tough old sport, it. though. Oh yeah, of course it is. I mean, it's proper sport. You wouldn't you wouldn't want to wear no helmet because you take the head off. You know what I mean, like. <laughs> Oh, no, no, my dad lost his teeth doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's pre gum shields, probably, was it? Yeah, pre anything. <laughs> <laughs> there was no rules. <laughs> Forgive me if I'm wrong here, but I'm just going to, I'm going to show something up on the screen here, and you can tell me if this is you or this is not you. Oh, no. Does that ring a bell? Ah, you found it, did you? <laughs> Look, that's the thing. When you're speaking to people, okay, um, well, you you want to you want to get some some sort of um, information about them because like I do the research only to see what you're about yeah. and I know you have got a lot of experience and <laughs> in, in, in you know you have a lot of experience in, in branding and, yeah. and graphic design design but uh, what what I have in front of us here uh, can you well it's basically uh, um, you in 1993 there was a competition in schools okay and <laughs> your school Bally Hale uh, mm-hmm. you put in your uh, entrance entrance and can you explain what what we're looking at here it's a uh, Designed for a call card for an old yes. telecom telecom company. Some people probably won't even know what the old telecom call card was. <laughs> yeah, it's just the freedom of like life, you know, I suppose okay. that as well. Just yeah. the freedom. You know, because the, we had a theme and I think it was freedom and call card and okay. freedom of call. So that was where that all stemmed from. Now, what doesn't about, mean really buffer and running them. I was thinking that, yeah. I was thinking like, I mean. <laughs> Masculine figure. Okay, there's, there's kind of like. 
is it ginger hair? It looks like ginger. Is that ginger hair kind of thing going on or no? Uh, it's, a bit of, it's, it's a bit abstract now, Shane. So okay. That looks like it's it. only 17. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, like, I'll, I have another one here. It actually says oh, the school. Uh, you yeah, know, there you go. It's amazing <laughs> the technology we had. Like 1993, there wasn't this. There was barely the internet. You know what I mean? So, you know, to, oh, yeah. to be able to get all these from the archives is great. So there you are. Bradley Hale, vocational school. Yeah. 17 years of age and again you do have um your name is 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 not a common name is it a common name there uncle kenny it is down here yeah but uh, you won't get many of us yeah um, in Dublin or anything you get a few we're kind of more international here and again but uh definitely a south mckenny name that's where I was I was clutching. I was thinking, is this is this her? Is this her? And it's yeah, I, I'm glad you said this was you, you know, because like this is, uh, this is because at the end of the day, I like a picture that we have with Ray Darcy when I was being given my award. Oh, really? Ray Darcy gave me the award? No way, that's yeah. brilliant. I know. Sure, I was delighted. Like you were delighted, but also your school got lots and lots of equipment and stuff like that. What did they get? What they did, did they win? They got computers brilliant. and actually I got nothing personally. <laughs> I got a bicycle. Um, we did get money to go to London, our, our class, which there was only six of us. Um, yeah. To see all the museums. That was amazing. But That's yeah, brilliant. no, I got the bike. <laughs> I'm going to share this picture when I post up the episode because oh, I think God. it has to be seen because like, <laughs> like I don't do, I don't do video podcasts. Uh, I'm not there yet. So I, it's, it's audio. So I will sh- share this picture. It's a nice picture. Uh, okay. I'll try to make my, my own explanation of it. But yeah, essentially is it's got, got that freedom to it. It looks like, the, is that a, is that a fox or something? I'm looking in the left hand corner. Dog. Is it a dog? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, remember I didn't, I, I didn't do art in school. I don't know. Um, I know. <laughs> Like I, I said, abstract, abstract. <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't tech, tech drawing, but I was never good at tech drawing. I just T squares and set squares. I never had a clue. But it is yeah. nice, though. Look, you you won a lot, a lot for. I've never won a, a, a national <laughs> award. <laughs> That's the only one I ever won. Now, still, so. still. Yeah. I know. Well, it's online. It's never gonna go away. So that's a good thing. I know. I actually still have these in, in like the actual product. Oh, yeah. do you? Yeah, I've still loads of them. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, so that was when we had call cards before the mobile phone. You go to the little the phone box and you stick it in and away you go. And those are the those were the days. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was saying about Aylward because again we go back to hurling. I see there's a few Aylwards down the track. There was a Bob Aylward, there was a Morris Aylward. Any relation? Or Mark Aylward? Like, yeah, yeah. They're like Bob is my granddad, I think. Or else my Mark and Bob are brothers. Okay. They were Airplane. I don't know. There's so many Bobs. My granddad Bob was was yeah. If that's who you're talking about, I am. I am. Died in '74. So yeah, yeah. yeah. There's also a Mark. There's also uh, in the current uh, panel. There's a Mark Aylward. Any relation? Yeah, it's my cousin. There you go. Yeah. Do you know him? No, I don't. I just, I just thought, I I just, I just thought I'd give it a shot. You know. There you go. Place. <laughs> no honestly no I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. my circles don't go to hurling now or, or not even get GAA I know a few guys in GAA but um Dublin is probably not as, as small and parochial as Valley Hale yeah. is you know I'd say are these hurling guys are they gods to you do you look up to the Henry Shefflin's for Valley Hale you got TJ Reed, <laughs> Sharp Fitzpatrick I could go the list could go on and on yeah, you admire them but because you know them so well it's strange like, do, you re- do you know them do you did you go to school with them yeah, you would, uh, yeah they'd be younger than me but yeah some of them I did yeah, yeah. that's that's cool so it's weird how we, you know because we know them so well it's yeah weird. yeah no it's it's interesting that like because they are they are like demigods in a way but um they are. 
but in a way they're just like you and me they just they get out get on with life they just have a special uh, skill which is hurling but we're going to move on we're going to we're going to move on for secondary school so how did you go about pursuing your uh, design uh, aspirations so when you like decided that i wanted to you know follow my design yeah. path how did you go about it uh, when i like applied for the courses through my ceo put advertising in dublin number one yeah. But I actually didn't get enough points, which was really disappointed about. So I ended up taking computer science in Limerick IT, but it definitely wasn't for me. Um, I left after first semester, but that shows you, you just kind of sometimes the failures lead you to the success. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I left and then I followed my heart and just kind of put myself on the line, I suppose, and went and combined, started working and started creating the portfolio. And then I got into Grenham Mill and Thomastown, which is okay. amazing course. So that started it. That was the start of it. Yeah. And then it, Then I went to Limerick School of Art and Design for four years and specialised there in graphic design. Yeah. So I chose design because I guess art itself is kind of more self-expression mm. and design is more about other people, not just yourself. And you have to get to know the person, understand them better. And that was more my area. That's I just it was a natural progression to design. So you kind of have to have, you have a vision yourself, but they have a vision and you kind of have to meet halfway somewhat. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Like you have a vision, but if you don't sell your vision, yeah. but you have to understand your client and you have to be able to tell their story mm. because it is about them and you're going to fail if you don't. Yeah. You're going to fail if you don't listen to them. Um, it's all about being listening. Yeah. As you've went on, you have, well, I, I want to go, I want to go as well, because like, I've done a bit of traveling as well. So you went to Oz and you were a freelance designer. What was that experience like? Because when, whenever, like, I know Irish people go to Oz, Australia, um, they generally just go for the, the jobs that w- won't affect their lifestyle. You know what I mean? So when you went there, did you oh, yeah. still have the crack or did you, why, why, why are you looking to be like, um, you know, go for a, a real professional career to maybe have an, a, a potential of staying there for longer term? Well, yeah, um, I, I was really lucky. I just worked for an agency as a freelance designer. So my career was great. Yeah. Um, you know, I had a brilliant career over there and personal social life, you know. So but the whole thing, there was a limit back then um, in 2005 of working only three months in each company, which was actually really limiting. And mm. you got on so well in a company and you could have stayed there for the year, but you couldn't. So you had to change. But oh, my God, it was it was the biggest travel I'd had done. And I it was like I was gone over a year. Because we did like Southeast Asia, you know, the usual New Zealand afterwards. Yeah. Um, we couldn't stay there. I guess more my heart came home being the girl and the family. Yeah. Uh, but I always lived in Melbourne and that was an amazing art culture. You know, you know, it's just amazing. I mean, yeah. I, I wish I was there now and go over, but you know, yeah, it was, it's amazing experience. But I did have the career over there and I did work hard. It never felt as hard as here, but you still get rewarded for it. You know, it's just brilliant. Compared to working in Ireland versus working in Australia, was there a different work ethic they had or, or was there, did we have a, a diff, like a harder work ethic or was there different expectations on you in your job? I felt it was less harder or less like it, it was easier mm. because yeah. they had like drinks on Friday. They split on half day on a Friday, have a barbecue, drinks on Friday, you know, but not even that. Like they just really regarded their employees a bit. Um, and if you like I said, if you did work, hard for them they really did reward you yeah. but it just felt more relaxed to me yeah it was it's sometimes tough to get into the companies they can be a bit uh but no if they knew you were irish it was like you just made the best friends yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some ancestry that's like irish so it's you know you have yeah. something to talk about all the time especially the older ones it's great yeah 
So, yeah. Now you have, um, when you came back from Australia, uh, you, well, you've been working in design or a brand or a brand design for what, what, 20 years you say you've been, you've been kind of yeah, involved? Yeah, almost like probably, probably in um, advertising agencies, but yeah, yeah 20 yeah. years is my first fan already, yeah. And compared to, let's compare to like you being a freelance and, and like working for the ad agencies, what, 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 what's different for you now? Do you feel like, cause you put your own pressure on versus there might be more pressure from the top brass, you know, in the ad agencies. I don't even think it's the, t- I don't mind pressure because I actually work really well under pressure. Like, yeah. Like quick deadlines are good for me. Mm. Um, I think just sometimes you don't get the personal touch. Okay. You, you, know, you don't get that relationship with the client. Yeah. Um, and there can be a few people working with the client if you're in a company, in a yeah. large company. Um, and I just, I like the one-to-one. I really do. So that really works for me. If you're talking about like someone like thinking about getting into design, what, what kind of questions would they have to ask? Or would you uh, like uh, th- think about for them before they kind of choose to go into a world of design versus, you know, going other directions uh, in a cre- creative kind of uh, world? Okay. Do you want to be rich? Because I don't think design is <laughs> Honestly, go to IT. <laughs> um, it takes years to build up. You never really yeah. get really well paid. And I do find women are a little bit more underpaid in that. In it, You're not going to make huge money out of it. I think it's it's job satisfaction. Like, I really, really love seeing my work printed or mm. online. They have a big smile on my face. If you like that, and it's a different way to see art, but, um, yeah, you're not going to be rich. Unless you're really going to the top really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you are. But you see some people, you just kind of natural progression, I guess, but it is for the love. Definitely think it's for the love. Can be a base and you can you can step into other areas after that. Definitely. Now with digital marketing as well, it's it's huge space to go into, you know. Mm. Say say a client comes up to you and asks you to design a brand for the business, you know, to help them with their, their brand identity. Share a little of the process of, of kind of what, uh, what what you would ask of them or or how you go about helping them design a brand that will reflect their company best yeah well first thing is you you set up that meeting like mm. um the relationship has to be right as well i need to be the right fit to them as much as they need to be for me so that kind of first meeting kind of sets that up yeah and you kind of you know you establish are we okay to work together um then i have to set my like i have to position myself as an expert in this which i am to make that process easier for them so like i i need to know where the client they're going what their vision is how they feel about the company brand um a general discussion just to get insights into their head i need to get inside their head step into their shoes um that's exactly how i need to do it because i'm not just solving design problems but their business as well i help them be a success do you mind if they kind of uh, you know tell you what design is and, and then kind of work towards that or do you prefer have the more creative control in, in the whole process i control the process of my end but they have to have the input because you know they know their brand identity they know mm. their story yeah um, but i will help them um, combine all those elements and get it out clearly for them like i can i can go my gut feeling um usually theirs is a checklist it's like logo mm. you know website da, 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 da. they just checklist yeah. it uh, but it is their opinion that matters. But I just have to explain what they are paying for, what what I'm going to do for them. 
Yeah. You know, and and a lot of people don't. I didn't realize, but a lot of like companies and people in general don't understand that. Um, not to their own, because I'm the expert. It's all in my head. But you mm. do have to be understanding and explain everything to them, which I absolutely never mind. I hate people making me feel uncomfortable by asking questions. It's happened to me. I would never do it to a client or anybody else. So just to explain what you need, what to do, you know, you have to get all these things right, budget, timing, and you do need to go through that. So it is a checklist in one way, mm. but it's not the checklist that they would have th- thought originally. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, you've worked with other brands, like many big brands, um, when you were outside your freelance. If you, if if, if I asked you, or if a, a, a massive global brand came to you and asked you to rework their brand, which one would you choose, and why would you, why would you choose it? <laughs> which one would I choose? Uh, oh, wow, is that a big one? That's a big one. Oh, that is, yeah. You know what? I go with the GA. I'd love to redesign their. their okay. Logo. Probably because I know more about it and I have a feeling already, and I go, you know, I have, yeah. have experience of it. So that would definitely be. A something I'd love to do plus I get to go up to Crow Park all the time <laughs> I don't, that was too easy because GEA is part of your life come on <laughs> Let's go. Let's go international. Okay, GAA is 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 massive in Ireland, and and probably is popular over maybe the Far East to to a point in America and Australia. But I'm talking like global brand again. Again, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about you're going to choose a brand that will be more ethical, so you won't be going for the you know the the ones that have have uh, unethical um, practices in the past. I'm thinking you're going to go ethical. So. God, who am I thinking? Um, what's the the clothing brand? I can't think of it now. That everyone mad for begin with an S. Oh, say it. Please. We all buy it. No, the hoodies. No. Hmm. I'm thinking the two boys in Asian because they're ethical. Yes. Is that terrible? Anyway, yeah, right, yeah. I, that's what I go for. It. Yeah. Can I look? Go look at my hoodie. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Super dry. There you go. Okay, right. Exactly. I could get the S. Isn't that nuts? Okay, so what? Why super dry? I've read a little bit about them. Right? They're just very ethical in how they create their clothes um, okay. against child labor. Yeah, against child labor. They're an international brand. Yeah. I'm competing a lot more now with Under Armour. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I actually wrote a, a piece, a uh, dissertation on Under Armour, which is amazing too. But it's kind of a little bit contrived as well. Um, and I just think that super dry are far more natural and I would love to promote something like that. Yeah. I much more like their ethos than Under Armour, even though I love Under Armour clothing. <laughs> okay. Are, are, are super dry moving into the kind of athletic wear? Cause I know that they're like hoodies and, and, you know, yeah. you know, just normal kind of wear like outdoors, outdoorsy wear, but like yeah. I know Under Armour are very much like in the sports kind of field. Yeah. Athlete, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I'm just I'm comparing the two because I suppose I have hoodies of the two, but um, mm. yeah, I, no, I don't think Super Dry are, but I actually think that Super Dry were amazing, and you know, in the limelight a few years back, and I think they've just kind of gone backwards. I wouldn't mind reinventing them. And Re- their okay, yeah, yeah, I, I would yeah. love to reinvent them because I think they have a lot of potential and to tell their story, which is really unique. And I think they have fallen to the wayside a little bit, and I don't like that because I actually really like them, and their hoodies are great. So you're talking about you'd build, you'd, you'd work on the brand, but you also work on the the story as well, or kind of try to uh, try to make yeah. the story more yeah. uh, prevalent to the. Because I didn't know about the about them kind of being ethical. I never really thought of yeah. joy being as ethical as some. Yeah, I just uh, their beliefs and how they how they create the materials and the product. Um, yeah, because I think they should be reinvented. Uh, story is everything, like I said. So mm. 
start with that story and it's if, if it's a genuine story people just love it and you should be telling that story and that's the way I, I, I go about uh, creating brands and helping brands promote themselves is tell their story as much as I had to tell my own even though I hate to do it but yeah that's what you should be doing and that's what I believe is my design ethic okay is- so super joy international and GEA uh, local <laughs> you want to catch me <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking I don't want to go for a Nike or something because how do you even you know yeah just yeah yeah Nike is yeah it's a hard one I mean Nike what got a victory that's already sells itself in a way and then again Nike kind of ties themselves in with all the the trailblazers in in the sporting world you know the guys who are are breaking molds like Tiger Woods and basically all these guys who are who are like blazing a trail essentially you know I would see that as a cronyism kind of brand you know okay kind of each other on the back yeah yeah be involved in Yeah. yeah what tips would you give for um branding as we're saying about branding like we're all kind of branding social yeah. media what t- what tips uh, top five tips you'd give for people who, like who are trying to build a brand for themselves or, or help their brand uh, succeed amongst the rest of brands out there well you know i know i keep saying that and i'm sorry to repeat myself but like you just know your story and mm. to tell it right, right to you know exactly how it should be at the right time and to the right people yeah um pick the best person to help you tell that story so me <laughs> <laughs> Build the brand that you want to build, not mm. something that you shouldn't be done. It's 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 your gut feeling, it's your, your uniqueness, you know. And maintain sustainable consistency throughout your branding and love doing it all, really. That's yeah. what I would say. The first thing you were saying about like, you know, make sure you understand your story is about you. So you don't go off don't go on, on off on a tangent. Make sure people know it's about you or it's about your brand and you know, so people buy into you. And then after that, they'll buy into what you want to say or, or, or what you're trying to sell yeah. somewhat. Yeah. You engage people if you tell the truth and, and tell your story and then it goes from there. Because yeah. you're, 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 you know, you're attracting the, the kind of target market you want to then. Uh, then you can build on that. Yeah, well said. Now I was gonna I was gonna throw another um spanner in the works. Let's go. Say you were asked to create a brand for say Falcher Ireland, okay? Because Ireland, well, what's happened with COVID? It's it's been a challenging year, let's say. Um, if you were to rebrand like Falcher Ireland, because Ireland, like you know, tourism is well, it, it used to be a massive part of our our, our like maybe our, our domestic budget. Now maybe not so much because we have so much uh, foreign investment. But if you were to rebrand Falter Ireland or you're told, Ashley, we want you to work on a project to, uh, to help us with the branding and, and to, 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 to promote Ireland again, because people would be skeptical because, you know, of what's happening with COVID. How, how would you go about it? What would you what would you include in your branding? What, what's very important to make sure people know Ireland is uh, differentiated from the rest of the, the world? Well, like so this is post COVID, yeah? Yeah. Like, are, are we just, are just right now we're in the, in the No, post-COVID, yeah. because we don't want, we, we don't okay. have a, a timeline of when things are going to get back to normal, you know? Yeah, well, you have to, you're just going to have to turn on positive branding, you know, go from mm. that angle. Like, videos are fantastic. Um, I'd start showing the beautiful pictures of Ireland. Like, it hasn't affected us. Look at it, it's still gorgeous. Okay. Selling that again, selling it hasn't, uh, maybe a bit of quirkiness uh, hasn't affected the Guinness. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. 
people like reinvented all positivity, all telling us it's it's gone back to the way even better. It's even better than before because we've learned a lesson now and we are different people. We're even nicer. So whatever way you do that, so that would include, you know, do you have the name? Are you talking about really rebranding the logo? Maybe, you know, the taglines, colors, maybe a little bit different. Just um, your voice when addressing the customer. I think it needs to be really positive. You need to show the videos, um, little clips, get people sharing and um, liking Mm. Um, get it back to say look we are the same just um, even better than we were before do you think humor should be part of the the, the story as well because our, 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 we, our, the Irish wit is because yeah. you know we can kind of have a bit of dry wit in there and then kind of ah look that was the past you know because because yeah. it, 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 it having a bit of humor and wit in there makes people kind of go ah look let's not not, yeah. not not go into ourselves and think oh look there's no hope anymore and we and we can't go and and, and travel like yeah. we used to now we can with this new campaign yes. that you had created yes. yeah yeah yes and you're like actually <laughs> that was last year yeah exactly yeah let's go. Uh, that's, that's, that's so 2020 forget about <laughs> forget, it forget about it <laughs> the have a point now we yeah. can <laughs> exactly yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's what we do best uh, we do yeah we do um bring it back to basics yeah um yes and also you're right positivity is important because if oh, you have a you, you wouldn't have like a like a you know a grayscale kind of like emotional camp yeah because it, it would just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah green all the way i was also going to ask you as well um what, what's the any any more projects coming for yourself or what's the plan i know you have your own website what's your website it's ashling a word one d at the end dot i yeah. yeah. ashling design sorry one d at the end and, and, it, and people can find out about all about all 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 of Ashling, all, 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 all yes. what, what, what's what's on offer for the right yeah, price. I'm on offer for the right price. Rural prices, <laughs> no high rents of Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but Dublin, nah, look, Dublin is. Look, oh, I miss it badly. It's like, it's, it's, yeah. it's the big smoke, you know. <laughs> It is, it is. For sure, Rednecks have to come up and teach you all. Well, you, you used to come up and do the hurling finals. Well, it's been a while. Ah, no, although you, you, do, you do come. And I mean, Cody is still yeah. there. That's a big surprise. You know, I thought he'd... Yeah, I was surprised, yeah, isn't it? He'd disappear into the... But he's, he's stubborn. He's a stubborn man. Yes. He, he just won't go. He just won't go. He just won't go. Anything else you want, you, you want, you want to add to, the, to, to your story before I let you go? No, like... Like I said, you know, I'm a very genuine person, so it's, you know, I don't, there's no areas of grace, it's just straight up. Yeah. Um, I am actually progressing on to do a UX course now next month for six uh, months. Okay. Yeah, um, with UCD, so that's really looking forward to that. So that's yeah. going to, I suppose, align with my own skills now and make me even better. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, you can never stop learning. I love, I don't believe like education is a gift and we should be we should be educating ourselves all the time and with design especially. You can't just stop at your last education. You gotta keep on going and learn and learn and learn. You know, computer drawing as well. So you'd have to have all, all yeah. that up to date. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, and just like yeah, keep drawing, keep a notebook, keep sketching. Mm. Yeah, and kind of just get outside as well and just, you know, I mean, dabble in everything I do a bit of photography, painting. Just do it all because sometimes you just even use the textures as backgrounds and mm. you get inspired by feeling and touching. And it's just, yeah, that's what I would do personally just to do that. Do you have an email as well that people can contact you as well? Yeah, it's a1aylward at gmail.com. A1. 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 Very good. Yeah. It's not like you're going to take them on and forget about them. It's very much a, you know, a bespoke kind of um, experience Absolutely. to get the right 
brand for their business, you know, so they or for or whatever they're trying to promote, you know. I want to get those results for them as well. So exactly. Like, yeah. I don't think design is a career. I think a lot. It's a lifestyle choice. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Part of it. Yeah. You're always thinking about it. Yeah. Anyway, Ashley, I'm going to let you go. Uh, thanks for coming on on the show. And um... oh, brilliant, Shane. Thanks so much. Okay. Anyway, ha- have a good one. I hope it stays sunny down the southeast, yeah, and uh, yeah. I'll talk to you soon. Okay? I might go play hurling now. Do you? yeah, go out there, <laughs> go out there, and get and get a bit, uh, and get whilst it's, it's still bright out. Yeah. All right, Shane. All right, talk Thanks, to you. I'll see, see you, Ashley. Take it easy. I'll see you. I'll see you later. And that was Ashley Airward, graphic designer and branding specialist. I hope you learned something today, guys. Her journey to where she is today as a small business and a graphic designer and branding specialist for small business in general. We got into some little, you know, hypotheticals about branding and, you know, if she was to take over a, a brand, a, a large brand internationally or or nationally to see like how she would approach it and um, just in general just to get a sense of who Ashling is as a person and we talked about again being from Kenny there's a there's a hurling emphasis there if you in Ireland hurling is a popular sport especially in Kilkenny and we I'll talk a bit about that and her uh, experience of growing up in Kilkenny and how it shaped her who she is today now once again guys I hope you enjoyed this episode if you liked this episode please like share comment share with a friend who likes the podcast and if you want to fo- follow me on social media I'm on Instagram at Heartlines Podcast and also Twitter at Heartlines. And remember, guys, you're always welcome here in Heartlines. Take it easy. Bye bye.